All right, let's do this. Welcome to Interesting Stuff, the almost daily homeschool educational supplement where we pick up on a topic that has been dropped by other people, something that we find fascinating and interesting. And today we're diving into the life of a tree. So as well as the vital role played by a tree in producing oxygen for us to breathe, Trees and their wood have many uses that are equally important to humans and animals. I suppose you've maybe played or seen Minecraft, right? So you know the value of harvesting resources, especially wood. Trees are used for many of the most basic requirements needed for a comfortable existence. And there are six basic functions that we can recognize. 1. Warmth. Wood is a principal material used for making fires. Perhaps you've noticed. Um, yeah, I like to use matches as well. That, that's much easier than rubbing two sticks together. Have you ever tried that? That's, that's really damn difficult. 2. Cooking. Fires provide a method of heating water and other foodstuffs. And of course, cooked food is good, especially if you live in cold climates like where I am. Three, shelter. Wood was once the main material for house building all over the world, and in many developing places it still is. However, since the invention of strong metals, woods play a reduced part in the construction of houses. But even in countries where wood is not the main component, it is still used as a part of a building's structure and sometimes for decorative features as well. Trees play a vital part also in the animal habitats of the locality, providing a living environment for birds and insects. They're also really cool for tree houses. Did you ever build a tree house? Ah, something everybody needs to do, right. Four, transport. Almost all early methods of transport relied on wood especially covering distances between land masses across the oceans. Yes, boats were the way to travel, and who controlled the waterways controlled the world. Such was the reason for the huge British Empire. Oh, and the Egyptians before them, and the Chinese, and the Mesopotamians, and the Romans, and the Portuguese, and the Spanish, and so on. You get it. Five, furniture. Every house contains something made of wood, be it a chair, a table, or just maybe a fruit bowl. Now, let's see. This, this desk is made of wood. This chair is made of wood. And, yep, my brain feels like wood sometimes. Um, I, guess, I guess you never know. Knock on wood, they say. Knock on wood. Mm. Moving on. Six. Communication. The invention of the printing press in 1440 played an important part in enabling better communication around the world. But without paper, which is of course made from wood, it would have been impossible to spread the word. Now, of course, you don't just make paper from wood. There are other plants that it can be made from as well. And diversifying is one of the ways of protecting the environments of the world. So maybe we should look into that a little bit more. On the other side, sadly, many countries have been almost totally deforested due to industrious needs and cultivation. The UK being a classic example with very little of its original forests remaining.
If you're interested in other countries, we can have a quick look at some stats. Country with the largest amount of forest cover in Europe is Finland with 72%. After that, it's Sweden, 68%, Estonia, 61%, Latvia, 60%, and Slovenia, 60%. So there you go. If you want to have fun in a forest, you want to go to one of those places. Now, what about the actual life cycle of a tree? Have you thought about it? Well, let's look together. Let's look at an oak tree, for example. Now, there are six steps or stages. The first step is the classic acorn. This is the seed of the oak tree. It falls from the tree, is scattered by animals, particularly squirrels, and acorns that the squirrels don't drop or don't get round to eating. Well, they may germinate and produce a new tree. Step two, the germination. If an acorn avoids being eaten or destroyed in some way, it will send down a root and become a seedling. In the right soil and with the right conditions, the root will have grown five inches within a month. Step three, the sapling. From becoming a seedling, the green stem will harden and develop more woody features. Leaves appear and search for the light. Step four, the maturation. If luck is on its side, the seedling will become a fully-fledged oak tree and will flower. Oak trees can live as long as 500 years, and some slightly older. Step 5. The flowering. Oaks are not pollinated by insects, but by the wind carrying the pollen. The flowers are not especially colourful, but they do their duty. And let's not forget that the oak tree is a big, beautiful, classical specimen and great for climbing as well. Step six, the fruit. The fruit of the oak tree is its seed, the acorn. The tree will produce acorns when it is about 30 years old. And then, guess what? The whole process and cycle starts all over again. So do you live near trees or a forest? Is there perhaps a nice little woodland path somewhere around your home? What do you think? Do you like them? Do you appreciate the trees? Do you climb them? Do you play in them? Do you hide behind them? Do you hug them? There are some tribes even around the world that actually still live in trees. And uh, that must be kind of cool, really. A uh, different view on life, I suppose. Not so good if you have a little bit of a fear of heights, though, I imagine. Mm, I would feel a bit queasy looking down, that's for sure. But I guess those rope bridges between the trees would be cool. Anyway, look around, show a tree some respect and, uh, you know, just observe and be aware of the nature around about you through the changing seasons. You know, always try to take care of the flora and fauna. It, it all, it's, it's all an integrated system and it all matters. And here's a thought. Do you know which tree is which? You know, if you walk through a park and there's all these different trees, can you name them? Do you know them by their leaves? It's a nice little test to do. Maybe you want to get one of those little trees and shrubs and how to recognize the trees, little little booklets, one of those illustrated little books and uh, go out and uh, make sure that you know what's in your local environment because I reckon there's quite a lot of people who don't know. I used to be one of those. So that's it about trees. I could talk for longer about trees, but I imagine you've had enough, right? Anyway, um, 
if you want a different topic, you need to let me know. You need to get in touch and tell me what you think would be interesting for this little homeschool supplement. That's it for interesting stuff today. And, uh, you know, there'll be some questions under the video. Keep in touch. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have a fantastic day. Take care, people.